Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, when we first moved out into the woods, I had never used a chainsaw before in my life. But because we used so much wood for cooking and heating, I needed to become a fast learner and practiced using it nearly every day. It seems like I was sharpening saw blades more than cutting wood. Every time that you hit a rock or some dirt, it only took a split second to completely dull them. And this reminds me of the Christian life. You can save yourself countless hours of sharpening saw blades if you simply perfect the way that you cut firewood. You need to practice each day, learning to keep your saw blade out of the dirt. Ephesians 4, beginning at verse 11 says, And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men, and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is ahead, even Christ. God wants us to go on unto perfection, but in order to do that, we have to accept the truth of Scripture. In order to become a saint, we are going to have to transform and overcome sin in our lives. And this begins by accepting God's Word. You must first admit that you're a sinner and acknowledge the error of your way before lasting change can take place. God is rich in mercy and he's ready to forgive, but one must recognize the things that you need to change in order to walk in his perfect will. In the carnal state, we are imperfect creatures. But God wants us to become perfect. Hebrews 6 verse 1, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. If we sin, we have an advocate with the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, but we are not supposed to receive God's grace in vain. It needs a result in the perfection of the soul. Should we sin that grace may abound? The apostle teaches, God forbid. We must use God's forgiveness to come to a place in our lives where we can go and sin no more, becoming obedient children to a loving and a faithful God. Matthew 5, verse 48 says, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. When we lived in the world, we acted and behaved like the world. But when we were baptized into the faith, we are supposed to be transformed and in new creatures in Christ. Romans 12, 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be it transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In order to become pleasing unto God, we have to walk in faith, seeking to obey Him out of love. We need to step off of the wide road of sin and begin walking the narrow path of submission to God. And Jesus is our example, who serves God perfectly. The apostles and disciples of the Lord prove their own actions, or by their own actions, that we can overcome the carnal nature. This is a world that is filled with sin, but God wants to take us to a new place, a righteous world that is filled with pure charity. To obtain that place, we must practice our faith day by day, until like a recital piece, it becomes flawless. 
Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. The apostles' main goal was to bring the church to a place of perfection in the sight of God. And this is why they were constantly educating and teaching them in God's word. Colossians chapter 1, beginning of verse 27 to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 9 says, For we are glad when we are weak, and ye are strong. And this also we wish, even your perfection." When we begin the Christian life, we're like a baby taking their first steps. If they fall down, they need to get back up and try it again. God gives us an ample supply of grace in order to do this. And think about how many times a figure skater will keep practicing their routine over and over in order to someday win an Olympic medal. Well, we need to practice our faith each and every day so that someday we can eventually achieve the prize of eternal life. We must edify and build each other up in the one true faith, which requires that we are unified under the exact same teachings of Scripture. You know, in these modern days, numerous people have altered Scriptures. And it's to the point that they are so far away from what the original verse even said. They've completely twisted its meaning. To have true unity in the church, we have to be united under the same Bible. Variations on Scripture will only bring forth contention. It makes sense, doesn't it? To do God's will, we must know God's will so that we can eventually attain a place of perfection. Look at Colossians chapter 4, verse 12. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluteth you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Hebrews chapter 13, beginning of verse 20. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Just like a little child we need to move on to maturity, not allowing us ourselves to be led astray by people who are trying to deceive us. Remember that this is what happened to Eve in the Garden of Eden, resulting in separation from paradise. The devil, the devil certainly does not want you to obey the commands of God, but will attempt to lead you in rebellion with him. He continues to do the same thing today, deceiving the hearts of the simple. Romans chapter 16. Beginning in verse 17 says, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf, but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. To someday win the race, we must move on to a place of perfection, practicing the Christian life each and every day until we finally learn to keep that saw blade out of the dirt. 
So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can find our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could find a summer up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all, and, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.